Hey, I'm Dr. Michael Hunter, forensic pathologist from Autopsy, Reels Channel's medical mystery series on Podcast One and Apple Podcasts. Be sure to download the Podcast One app and subscribe. Then go to reels.com, that's R-E-E-L-Z.com, to find more programs like this one on Reels Channel. Breaking news right now out of Florida. Davy Jones, the lead singer of the 1960s band The Monkees, has died. He was only 66 years old. Davy Jones was the front man and heartthrob of the 1960s made-for-TV pop band phenomenon The Monkees. He was the biggest teen idol on the planet. The intensity and the, the, the level of appreciation, it was frenetic. The kids were outside the hotel. Divey. Oh, divey. I had that little cheeky monkey kind of thing. After the monkey's initial split, Davey pursued a solo career. He loved performing. He loved it. He was, I mean, he was a natural. But his energetic and enigmatic performances masked hidden pressures. What I heard was that there was a drinking problem going on with Davey. I knew there was unhappiness in his personal life. The tabloids ran with Davy Jones, Cheech and Chong level pot smoker. Davy Jones's autopsy lists his cause of death as ventricular fibrillation, the most deadly form of cardiac arrhythmia that stops blood from being pumped around the body. But this erratic heart rhythm doesn't happen by itself. So what could have caused such a critical failure? What's particularly intriguing is that there appeared to be no warning signs or clues of ill health. Instead, Davy seemed to be a fit and active 66-year-old man. So I need to unlock the mystery of what was going on inside Davy Jones's body to discover the actual cause of his unexpected demise. World-renowned medical examiner and forensic pathologist Dr. Michael Hunter has conducted thousands of autopsies. Collaborating closely with law enforcement and other forensic specialists, his pivotal role in investigating suspicious cases has revealed the truth behind mysterious deaths for over 20 years. These are documents from the medical examiner who carried out the autopsy on Davy Jones. Together with other information I have found and first-hand accounts, I'm going to examine Davy's life in forensic detail to establish what killed this performer in such a tragically sudden manner. May 12, 2011, Echo Arena, Liverpool, England, nine months before his death. 65-year-old Davy is preparing to kick off an international reunion tour with the Monkees. Eric Lefkowitz the Monkees biographer. It was their 45th anniversary tour, and it was the first tour that Davey had artistic control over. So it was very unique that way. In the late 60s, the Monkees were one of the most successful pop groups in the world, with number one hits including Daydream Believer and Last Train to Clarksville. Now, 45 years later, they're still packing out arenas. And lead singer Davey, once one of the world's biggest teen idols, steers the band through a hit-filled two-hour show. Eric Biondo, friend and band member. Davey's always stayed quite fit and uh, always looked great. Davey kept performing because he, I mean, first and foremost, loved it. He could see the joy he was bringing to people. 
This guy knew how to work a crowd. Having been married twice before and father of four children, Davy is now married to his third wife, 34-year-old Jessica, who joins him on stage. Jessica's a very striking young woman, and Davy struck up what they call a May-December type relationship, where he was considerably older. Laurie Jacobson, friend and booking agent. Jessica was an actress and a dancer. Davy appeared on a show that she was on, and he was wowed instantly. And that's how they met. Jessica performed with uh, with us in many shows.、Uh, they had a lot of dance choreography together, little skits and things that they would do. Looking at the footage of the Monkees tour, Davy is clearly full of energy and physically capable. But at 65, there are signs he's aging. His graying hair signals that the production of melanin, the cells responsible for color, is slowing down. And his autopsy notes that he has bilateral arcus senilis, which is a discoloration around the eye that also occurs with age. As we get older, our blood vessels become less flexible. Making it harder for blood to move through them easily, so I can't ignore Davy's age when considering the cause of death. Born in Manchester, England, on December 30th, 1945, to Harry and Doris Jones, a railway worker and a homemaker, Davy was the youngest of four children living in a small row house. The rooms were only about 12 by 8. Two up, two down. There was. I slept in a room with my three sisters, and my mum and dad were in the other room. Toilet out in the backyard, no bathroom. We washed in the sink. Davy loved to entertain, and his mother spotted his natural talents when he performed on the local stage. She saw me in the school play, and she saw me in the church Christmas nativity, and I remember her saying to my father, "You know, David wants to do this. He wants to be, you know, an actor." And he wants to shit. He will. He will. But when Davy was just 14 years old, his special bond with his mother was broken when she died after a long battle with emphysema. The tragedy of his life is that he lost his mother at a very young age, and Davy basically、uh, had to scrap for himself. He's a little kid, so he had to be pugnacious. When my mum passed away, my dad said, "Son." I never want to see you in overalls. I said, "But Dad, you know you've been overalls all your life." He says, "So that you don't have to wear them." Encouraged by his father, Davy's acting skills saw him cast in the celebrated English soap opera Coronation Street in the year after his mother passed away. Hello, Grandma. Where's the toffee tin? Where's your manners? Small as Spot was, and as as however I delivered the dialogue. That was my first taste of professional show business. Leslie Morgan's only eight, and he doesn't have to kiss his grandma. Doubting that acting could provide a living, when Davy was 15 years old and just under five feet tall, his father helped him get work training to be a jockey. He developed a love of horses that went right to the end, literally to the end of his life. But Davy's natural persona was recognized by an influential horse owner. And it led him to getting the part of the artful Dodger in the musical Oliver, first in London, then New York. The artful Dodger always doing his talking different, mate. You know. 
He was nominated for a Tony Award, and he got his own fan club, and he really was a rising star. But it was his next TV role that was to catapult Davy into stardom. What bag you? Bag? Yeah. I don't get that. All right, let me ask you something. I mean, like, do you make a folk sound or a rock sound or anything like that? I make a terrible sound. <laughs> At 19 years old, Davy was the first of four young men cast in The Monkees, a wacky television show about the life of a struggling pop band. The Monkees were an instant hit. Peter has a lean and hungry look. Yes, and I'm afraid he's sinking fast. We must operate immediately. Here were these four guys. All of them were funny. Bull. Sugar. Milk. 90 cc's of Kellogg's Rice Krispies. <laughs> I think the patient's responding to the Rice Krispies, Doctor. Everybody had their favorite monkey, but Davey was popular uh, far beyond the other guys. The Monkees were the biggest band on the planet. All of the records went to number one. For 31 weeks in a row, the Monkees' albums kept the Beatles and the Rolling Stones off the number one slot. But although they sang on their records, the band wasn't real, and the guys didn't actually play their music. We became a band throughout the course of the filming, and then they said, well, do you guys want to go on the road? Said, do we want to go on the road? Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Good, wouldn't it? <laughs> Mike Nesmith actually had a great line. He said it was like Pinocchio becoming a real little boy. Taking the band on the road kicked off an international monkey mania that nobody could have predicted. The girls screaming. Well, that was incomprehensible to me. I was completely flummoxed. You couldn't hear. Uh, especially as a drummer, I could hear nothing except screams and the sound coming off the back wall. It was brutal. At their peak in 1967, the Monkees outsold the Beatles and the Rolling Stones combined. And across the years, they have clocked up record sales exceeding 75 million. Davy Jones died from ventricular fibrillation a dangerous form of cardiac arrhythmia. But I need to understand what caused this. Looking at the autopsy report, I see that Davy had serial fractures of the anterior lateral left and right ribs. It makes me wonder, did Davy have some kind of accident that could have impacted on his heart? Spring, 2011, Indiantown, Florida. When at home, Davy works long days, cleaning out the stable of his 14 retired racehorses. He used to say he had a horse habit. He used to talk about horses like they were close relatives of his. He wasn't an orgy guy. He was the Manchester cowboy. Since buying a stable in the UK in the 1980s, Davy has always kept and ridden horses. And he may have been slowly away, dig past, but he's flying now as they come to... The In 1996, Davy even achieved his ultimate goal of winning a race. And dig past is going to hold on all right for Davy Jones. Riding horses can be a great way to keep in shape. But if you fall, 
fractured ribs are a common injury, and a jagged bone could damage major blood vessels and lead to blood clots and subsequent heart attack. When he exercised his horses, it wasn't just a casual ride around the ring. As he said, it was knees up to the chin and letting them go, baby. He, he raced. But I can find no evidence that Davy ever had any major falls from his horses. And it's clear from the autopsy that his fractures are a result of attempts by the paramedic team to resuscitate him. So I can eliminate these fractures as having any influence on Davy's cardiac arrhythmia. Heart disease is responsible for almost 25% of deaths in the United States, many of which could have been prevented by simple lifestyle changes. Could the unhealthy life of a touring pop star have been the cause of Davy's tragically premature demise? Davy Jones was the idolized frontman of 60s pop phenomenon, The Monkees. But on February 29, 2012, Davy died suddenly and unexpectedly at a horse ranch in Florida. He was just 66 years old. Now, renowned medical examiner and forensic pathologist Dr. Michael Hunter is studying the autopsy to attempt to discover the cause of the popular performer's sudden death. I can see that Davy Jones died from ventricular fibrillation, the most dangerous form of cardiac arrhythmia, which ultimately stops blood being pumped around the body. But that doesn't explain what caused this erratic heart rhythm to occur, so I need to look at the forensic details for clues. The toxicology report checks Davy's blood and urine for the existence of any drugs, legal or illegal. I've learned from accounts from the 1960s that in order to keep his energy up during his time with the monkeys, Davy was given amphetamines. Could this have started a lifetime habit? The Monkees TV series initially aired for only two years. But in that time, the boys recorded 58 episodes and over 100 songs. We'd get into the studio at 7.30 for makeup, start shooting at 8, have an 11-hour shooting day. We'd leave the television studio, the soundstage, grab a hamburger on our way to RCA Victor, where we were recording. So we'd say start an episode on Monday, we'd finish on Wednesday, Thursday we would start another episode, two days, weekend, come back, finish that episode on the Monday. It kept going around like after 26 episodes. Davey used to say that he could only sleep four hours a night because they had to shoot advertisements, they had to do autograph sessions, they played concerts. Davey started having to use stimulants and depressants to get up and down. We asked them if they take drugs. Not yet, not yet. I drink coffee. That's about the worst drug that I take. X-Lax does it to me. <laughs> In the 1960s, amphetamines, otherwise known as speed or uppers, were often used to combat tiredness. Speed temporarily accelerates your heart rate and boosts adrenaline. It's a dangerous drug that has a high potential for abuse 
and addiction. Now, Davey ended up in a couple of punch-ups, and he had fights. All the monkeys did. You wonder how much the amphetamine use had to do with that. Despite Davey's claims of using amphetamines in the 60s, I can find no reports of him abusing the drug in later years. And the toxicology report is negative for amphetamines. So I can rule them out as having any influence over his death. But there is a positive reading for cannabinoids. Cannabinoids are any of the naturally occurring biologically active chemical constituents of marijuana. Cannabinoids can remain in the urine for up to four weeks. So this suggests that at some point towards the end of his life, Davy Jones was smoking marijuana. After Davy died, the tabloids were looking for some sort of thing to exploit. So they exploited the fact that there was cannabis in his system, that he had smoked a joint. I think Davy is fair to say had enjoyed cannabis over the years. And I think Davey was a part-time pot smoker, which is sort of funny because he was such a squeaky clean guy. They were looking for something and they found cannabis. Big deal. Marijuana is often believed to be a relaxant, but marijuana smoke contains many of the same toxins, irritants, and carcinogens that are found in cigarette smoke. It's also known to raise the heart rate, forcing the heart to work harder and faster to pump blood around the body. This puts pressure on the arteries, increasing the chance of a heart attack. So I can't ignore that it could have a bearing on Davy's death. There was a tremendous amount of stress and drama in the last year of Davy's life, mostly having to do with his marriage to Jessica Pacheco. But in 2009, it was a very different story when the couple were first married. He was in love. I'll tell you that. He was crazy about her. Thought she was gorgeous. And he was in fabulous shape. I was actually shocked that he was so fit. It appeared that Davy's young third wife had given him a new lease on life. But within a matter of months, there were press reports of problems. It is alleged that Jessica battered Davy when she was angry, and it's also alleged there was a lot of drinking going on, a lot of screaming, a lot of yelling. Things at home got worse for Davy. Suddenly, I see him on a TV show talking about his marital problems. You guys do bicker, right? You know, when, when the curtain comes down, we don't have an audience. There's things that happen in the house that, that Jessie, uh, she's, she's a neat freak. She just, you know, she's just sorry about, well, you know, I'm sorry about the word, but, you know, you, you do can kind of tend to zero in on things that, to me, seem like, no, nah, it's no big deal. Okay, well, let me tell you the rest of this story. Uh-huh. It's going to get worse. May 25th, 2011, Nottingham, England nine months before Davy's death. The stress in their relationship comes to a head on the last night of the UK leg of the Monkees' anniversary tour. Jessica came on and did a dance, which artistically, it was a little off kilter to have suddenly somebody come on stage and dance. That never happened in any Monkees show, ever. Part of the fantasy of the Monkees is that these are 
guys living in a beach house in Malibu. And then when you see this uh, striking young woman come on stage, well, that just doesn't work. Jessica's nightly appearance on stage is seen as an intrusion by the other monkeys, and she's told she can't perform in the stateside leg of the show. Well, this did not go down well with Jessica. Suddenly she wasn't in the act, so she flew the coop, went back to Florida, leaving Davy quite, you know, stricken and sad. Dr. Linda Papadopoulos, psychologist. Now you've got ingredients for trouble right there. Now, even though outwardly he's projecting this you know sense of it's it's okay inwardly this would have caused you know him to feel conflicted you know you've got two very important entities you have your career and then you have you know your home life your love and one has to wonder how the internalization of all that stress would have affected him later on the impact of persistent stress in davy's life cannot be underplayed when trying to understand why he died Stress can expose the body to elevated levels of stress hormones like adrenaline and cortisol, which have been directly linked to increased levels of cholesterol in the blood. Excess cholesterol can build up in the artery walls, narrowing the arteries and restricting the flow of blood to the heart. If stress raised Davy's cholesterol levels, then maybe he aggravated the problem by eating an unhealthy diet. From the autopsy, I see that Davy was five foot four inches and weighed 155 pounds, which does make him medically overweight. Touring could lead to a unhealthy lifestyle if you're not disciplined. And uh, as far as Davy was concerned, I, he was pretty much a health nut. He was a vegetarian, a pescatarian. He ate fish. He liked to eat, you know, salads and vegetable things, and it wasn't pizza, burgers, and hot dogs, you know. I think he was always health conscious. He was running on the beach every morning. He was preparing for a good long life. He was. According to his friends, Davy was very aware of eating a healthy diet. So it's unlikely to have affected his cholesterol levels. Any extra weight he was carrying could be attributed to his age as it becomes easier to accumulate fat around the stomach once you reach your 60s. But there are clues that suggest Davy had another deadly vice that could have had an impact on his heart. Ladies, I'm sure a lot of you, similar to me, are working from home right now. And it's really been amazing sort of how much you're able to actually do from home. You know, we're all so connected now. Technology is so advanced. Um, you know, our face unlocks our phone. You know, you can order pizzas to you directly, um, watch them as they come, which has been great for me in being home all the time. One thing has always been the same, coloring our hair. And, the, you know, the options have always been go to a traditional salon, spend lots of time and money, or grab a box of hair color at the drugstore, which is always a little iffy. You never quite know what color you're going to get. But now there's a new way, Madison Reed. What's really cool about Madison Reed is there founder Amy Arrett found a really cool way to shake up the hair coloring world and she even named the company after her daughter which I think is really cool and if you're worried about how you're able to match your hair color don't worry Madison Reed gives you all the tools you need so you can color with confidence you can go to their website you can just go through all the different options they really help you figure out exactly what hair color is going to be right for your existing hair color maybe you're wanting to change it up if you have a specific hair type they can help you out with that 
that. It's really super simple um, and it'll really help you get the exact color that you want for your hair. You're able to get ammonia-free, multidimensional hair color delivered straight to your door starting at $22. Visit madison-reed.com. That's madison-reed.com. And now, autopsy listeners, get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code LASTHOURS. That's code LASTHOURS. L-A-S-T-H-O-U-R-S. When Davy Jones, the much-loved Monkees frontman, died suddenly in 2012, he was only 66 years old. Renowned medical examiner and forensic pathologist Dr. Michael Hunter is using the autopsy as a springboard to investigate details from Davy's life and medical history that might explain the cause of his sudden death. Davy Jones was killed by a catastrophic cardiac arrhythmia called ventricular fibrillation, which stopped the flow of blood around his body. There are many different causes of cardiac arrhythmia, and I'm looking into all aspects of Davy's life to discover why he died. So far, I've learned that despite his upbeat stage performances, Davy was suffering stress from his marriage and from within the band. I also know that in the weeks before his death, Davy was smoking marijuana. Both of these could affect his health and exacerbate any existing heart problem he may have had. And I found evidence that Davy may have known he was having heart problems in the year prior to his death. July 23, 2011, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, seven months before Davy's death. It's the final night of the Monkees' two-month-long international tour. The 2011 tour, artistically, was probably the best staged presentation of the Monkees' career. And Davey was in control of that. He's managing the show. He's starring in the show. So I think it took a tremendous physical toll. From what I understand, some of the other band members saw him short of breath and, and expressed concern. But he brushed it off and said, don't worry about me, mate. Davey was always charismatic and uh, charming and funny. If he was having any symptoms that were leading up to his heart attack, I mean, I, I wouldn't have known. If there was something going on, he would just barrel through, you know? Nothing would sort of let the show falter. Shortness of breath can be caused by many things, including overexertion and emotional stress, both of which we know were affecting Davey. But it can also signal that the heart is failing and becoming less efficient at pumping blood around the body. According to reports, despite the warnings, Davey was not worried about his heart, and I have discovered a detail in the medical examiner's report that could explain why. Spring 2011, Hialeah, Florida. Just weeks before the start of the Monkees tour, Davey visited a cardiologist to make sure he was healthy enough to perform. Cardiologists will check blood pressure and carry out a stress test designed to detect whether your heart is getting enough blood during exercise. A positive stress test would indicate problems in the coronary arteries, like a narrowing or a blockage. Davey was told that he had the heart of a 25-year-old. And I guess any man who's getting older, who hears that he's got the heart of a 25-year-old, is not going to take any precautions with his life. Davey's negative stress test indicated to him 
that 10 months prior to his death, blood was pumping around his heart without a problem. But unfortunately, it's not unusual for someone to have a negative stress test and then go on to have a major cardiovascular event. Because stress testing only detects problems in coronary arteries that are severely narrowed by 70% or more by a disease called atherosclerosis. Atherosclerosis is caused by a slow buildup over the years of waste products from the blood, including fat, calcium, and cholesterol that form a plaque which hardens inside the arteries. In Davy's autopsy, there are clear indications that he was suffering from atherosclerosis. But at the time of his stress test, the buildup of plaque did not evidently restrict the blood supply to his heart. Did something happen in the last year of Davy's life that could have caused a catastrophic blockage of his arteries? July 28, 2011, Hollywood, Florida. Seven months before Davy's death. Davy gets home from the monkey's tour to learn that his third wife, Jessica, is filing for divorce. I think that he was embarrassed that yet another marriage of his was failing. Once he realized that it wasn't going to get better, and I think that's when he sunk into the bottle a little bit. Davy was a recreational drinker. He loved to go have a pint in the bar. It was part of his lifestyle. Davy had a no drinking policy day of show. Okay. But after the show, you could have a drink. He loved Guinness and he loved uh, to have a glass of wine. If Davy was drinking a couple of alcoholic drinks after his performances, it may have caused a temporary increase in his heart rate and blood pressure, but should not have had a major impact on the health of his heart. But looking through accounts of his life, there's evidence of alcohol abuse. December 11th, 2009, just four months after his marriage to Jessica, an excessively drunk Davy Jones challenged the entire crowd at a bar to a fight. There was a press report that he got into a bar fight. He didn't actually swing and hit, you know, hit anybody, but he was threatening to take on the whole bar, and they had to eject him. So there were warning signs that psychologically he was having a very difficult time. There's research to suggest that binge drinking can actually be worse for you than drinking sort of a little bit and, and consistently. So it seemed to be that this kind of all or nothing was the way that he approached drinking. And that would have had an impact on him, no doubt. If Davy was drinking alcohol in excess over an extended period, it would have caused him to have a consistently increased heart rate and high blood pressure. High blood pressure causes the blood to pump with more force than normal through the arteries. As Davy's arteries were being narrowed by the atherosclerotic buildup of plaque, any extra pressure caused by drinking alcohol could have created a fatal blockage, sending his heart into arrhythmia. But looking at the toxicology report, I see that when he died, Davy had no alcohol in his blood, which suggests that abuse of alcohol did not play a direct part in his death. October 2011, Hollywood, Florida, four months before Davy's death. He and Jessica have reconciled. Their relationship seems to have calmed down. 
they basically reunited after that and gave the marriage one more try. He's a performer, right? He, he's somebody whose job it is to kind of sort of imbue happiness and, and joyfulness. And I think he, he very much takes this personally and, and puts it in parts of his life that, you know, that aren't on the stage. And so we see him not only shying away from conflict, but actively going out to ensure that, you know, that there's peace around him. It's the last day of 2011, and Davey is on TV in San Diego, promoting his New Year's Eve performance. We're a lot all over we the place. We did 46 concerts this past year, and we, we, we were at the Royal Albert Hall, mm -hmm. and uh, we were talking about earlier. Sure, yeah. And we went to the, you know, we ended up at the Greek Theater, and it was very successful, and it's something that might, you know, continue this summer once again. But in less than two months, Davy Jones will be dead. Having studied Davy Jones' autopsy, I can't rule out stress, marijuana, or atherosclerosis as factors that could have impacted on his heart. But now I've found evidence that could suggest Davy had self-diagnosed and was treating a very different condition. On February 29, 2012, Davy Jones, the monkey's idolized frontman, died suddenly from a catastrophic cardiac arrhythmia. The medical evidence surrounding his death is being examined by renowned forensic pathologist, Dr. Michael Hunter. I now know that 10 months prior to his death, Davy Jones was told he had a healthy heart. Although his autopsy has revealed he had a buildup of plaque in his arteries called atherosclerosis. If this plaque continued to build up, Davy's arteries would have narrowed so much that his blood would struggle to pump to his heart muscle, causing chest pains and breathlessness. So did the fact that Davy's heart had been given the all clear in a stress test mean that he misunderstood his own body's warnings? February 18th, 2012, New York. Davy Kings is very proud to welcome back to the stage the Davy Jones Band. 11 days before Davy's death, he's with his solo band, performing to a capacity audience at the B.B. King Blues Club. The atmosphere at Davy's B.B. King show was uh, electric. It was like it always was. Uh, it was a packed house. Davy came out. He was full of energy. He never stopped moving, and I had a hard time keeping him in my viewfinder. And what struck me about that show was the level of uh, comedic stories and jokes that he was telling, nonstop. Now that Justin Bieber stole my haircut. And Axl Rose stole my dance. He was 66 years old at this point, but you would have never known it. It was the same old Davy. He seemed strong. I wish I could say I saw something in him that I was like, wow, he's not doing well. You know what I mean? But no, he was, he was fine. But not everyone thought that. From the crowd, Joe Russo noticed that things weren't quite right. When he came up for his encore, he came out and he sat down on a stool, which was something I never, had never seen before. Uh, the second thing was that he didn't come out to greet the fans after the show, which is what's a standard, which is something he always did. We'd spend the extra hour and a half after a show to sign everyone's 
merchandise or shirts and buttons and everything. Listening to reports from that night, some people said that Davy was struggling to catch his breath. It could be that he simply overexerted himself, but this could also have been a warning that his heart muscle was malfunctioning, as it would have directly affected blood flow through his lungs. February 29th, 2012, Indian Town, Florida. It's early morning, and Davy is returning from riding his horse. He had gone riding uh, around the track on one of his horses, and he wasn't feeling well. For days, Davy has been suffering from what he believes is indigestion and heartburn. The medical report indicates that Davy took antacid heartburn medication for several days prior to his heart attack. Heartburn is a condition where excess acid from the stomach goes back up into the esophagus. The esophagus has no protection from the acid, so it literally burns the lining, giving a sensation of pain around the chest area. The symptoms of heartburn and a heart attack can be very similar. Thinking that Davy has heartburn, the stable owner's wife brings him some antacid tablets. He was given some medication, some water to you know, relieve his uh, heartburn. But when the chest pains don't subside, Davy decides to head back home. He went to his car and tried to recover, but instead he was stricken and he was discovered by a ranch hand. At 8.05 a.m., Davy has lost consciousness and a 911 call is placed. 911 is emergency police, fire ambulance. Ambulance, please, okay. hurry. Standalone, no chance for you. 8.15 a.m., paramedics arrive on scene. Finding no pulse, the team immediately begin working on Davy. By giving Davy oxygen and CPR, the paramedics can create an artificial circulation in an attempt to keep Davy's organs alive. In the ambulance, a defibrillator is used to try to restart Davy's heart. 9.30 a.m., Martin Memorial South Hospital, Stewart, Florida. Davy is handed over to the team in the emergency room. I can see what the emergency medical team did to try to save Davy. The endotracheal tube through which they provided him oxygen, the EKG pads for monitoring electrical activity in his heart, the broken ribs, a sign of efforts to keep his blood pumping. They were trying to do all they could to save him. Ten minutes later, at 9.23, on the morning of February 29, 2012, Davy Jones is pronounced dead. The sad news today about the death of Davy Jones was a huge mortality reminder for an entire American generation. It was just awful. I, I could barely comprehend it, really. Oh, God, it was devastating. It was devastated. I mean, he was 66 years old. I mean, and he was in very good shape you know he looked great the fact that he, he he passed away was was totally out of the blue 
Yeah, it's 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 weird. You know, it's just like it's it's still a little bit hard to believe. I know that Davies' cause of death was ventricular fibrillation. The ventricles, which are the pumping chambers in his heart, went into spasm instead of pumping blood. This would have caused his blood pressure to plummet and cut off the blood supply to his major organs. So far, I've identified stress, marijuana, and atherosclerosis as potential factors in causing his heart malfunction. But hidden in his autopsy, I found another clue that could reveal the real reason why a catastrophic cardiac arrhythmia killed Davy Jones. On February 29, 2012, Davy Jones, the idolized monkey's frontman, died suddenly after suffering a catastrophic cardiac arrhythmia when he was just 66 years old. Expert forensic pathologist Dr. Michael Hunter has been studying the autopsy and medical examiner's report alongside first-hand accounts of Davy's life to discover what contributed to his untimely death. Looking at the footage of Davy Jones performing just 11 days before his death, he appears fit and well. But looking deep into his autopsy, I see several signs that Davy's heart should have been warning him there was a problem. There is significant damage to Davy's left ventricle, which is the thickest of the heart chambers, and is responsible for pumping oxygenated blood to tissues all over the body. The medical examiner found occasional minimal foci of parenchymal fibrosis and also minimal myocardial fibrosis, which means that his heart muscle and muscular tissue has died and been replaced by scarred tissue. This is a sign of cardiac ischemia, a condition in which the blood flow to the heart muscle is restricted when the arteries become narrowed. The part of the heart where blood fails to reach starts to die, and scar tissue forms. It's hugely significant that, unbeknown to Davy, the atherosclerotic plaque was building up in his arteries, and his heart was, in fact, slowly dying. This put him in danger of a collapse from cardiac arrest at any moment. Cardiac ischemia often causes chest pain or discomfort known as angina. But following his stress tests, Davy believed his heart was in good shape. And I know he took antacid medication. So it seems likely he understood the chest pains as symptoms of indigestion and heartburn. The extent of damage seen in Davy's heart by Dr. Hunter could suggest that Davy was masking the intensity of pain he was suffering towards the end of his life. I think for Davy, there was something about everyone always seeing him as this youthful, you know, fun, energetic guy that was almost incongruent with somebody that was very ill. He comes from the school of never let them see you sweat, and the show must go on. And he didn't like to ever expose his vulnerabilities. He never would have said, I'm getting older, it's getting harder. If he was dealing with any type of chest pain or indigestion, I was not privy to the fact. And uh, I think that's part of being a great performer, is not letting that stuff get to you so you can be 100%. He loved being on stage. He just loved it. He lived for it. He was always exuberant. And number one was his smile. Davey was the eternal teenager. How could this guy die? 
And Dr. Hunter believes there could be one last factor in Davy Jones' premature death. And it's something Davy was helpless to avoid. In recent medical research, I have found that for every two and a half inches below the average male height of five foot ten inches, there is a 13.5% increased risk of heart disease, like atherosclerosis. So at just five foot four inches, Davy's height could have been another factor that may have played a part. After examining all the evidence, Dr. Michael Hunter can now reveal how the much-loved 60s idol Davy Jones died. Looking at the microscopic examination, I see that Davy's right coronary artery, which is responsible for pumping oxygen-rich blood to the heart, had near-complete occlusion of the lumen. This signals that plaque buildup from atherosclerosis was so severe that Davy's coronary artery was almost completely blocked. So when he climbed off his horse that day, his blood was pumping hard, but couldn't flow through to Davy's heart and caused such major tissue damage that he had a myocardial infarction or heart attack. The heart attack triggered the ventricular fibrillation, which stopped blood from being pumped to Davy's other major organs and sent him into cardiac arrest. As his blood pressure dropped, Davy's brain was starved of oxygen and he lost consciousness. Although the resuscitation team tried to save him, it was already too late. As the oxygen levels in his blood plummeted, he would have experienced catastrophic organ failure and ultimately death. As a medical examiner, I fear that this is a classic presentation and cautionary tale of an aging but healthy male being unaware of the warnings that his body was sending. If Davy had been able to recognize what his body was trying to tell him before his heart attack, medical intervention could have played its part and he could possibly still be here today. I think it's best said the way Davy used to say it, remember me the way you'd hoped I'd be, the guy, that guy in the monkeys. Part of me wants to say that Davy would want to be remembered as a horseman. I think that was his greatest love. The music's a given. He really, truly was the number one teen idol of all time. And that's something, because that brings a lot of joy to people's lives. And that's what Davy excelled at, was bringing joy. He was so funny, and he was such a charming guy, and he would kill for you. He would take the shirt off his back. We're going to miss him terribly. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Autopsy. Don't forget to subscribe at podcastone.com with the Podcast One app or at Apple Podcasts. Then go to reels.com, that's R-E-E-L-Z.com, for clips, extras, and more from the TV version of the series, including reenactments and autopsy photos you'll only see on Reels' channel. Find Reels on your TV at reels.com. I'm Dr. Michael Hunter.